Welcome to Pro Football Juice with your hosts, Nick and Jesse. Use Nation, what's up? What's up, everybody? Hi, Jesse. Hello, Nick. How's it going? Uh, pretty good, Nick. Uh, it's a very eventful evening of podcasting that we have in store for the juicers out there. But thanks, everyone, for tuning in or, um, you know, watching or listening to this after the fact. Speaking of which, yeah. Nick! Go ahead! What's your dragon? Oh, me? Mm. Uh, I am back with my trusty Norm mug. Which, actually, Emily and I just got done watching, like, two and a half hours of Cheers. It was really only, like, two hours of Cheers, which the last episode was a very Norm-focused episode. And I love Norm. Like, Norm's great. Emily waved to the people. She's waving. She's waving. You mean she Jason Sudeikis' uncle? Yeah. Yes. That's fucking weird, man. That's fucking weird. <laughs> George Went. Hey, I love George Went. I love I Norm. What's that? Am I going to watch what? You're going to watch that play that, that Sudeikis. So Sudeikis is doing this like online uh, charity play or whatever, and George Wentz going to be in it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so uh, now I've got the the community theater expert and... Uh, Scoot over. Um, actor known, known as Emily. There you go. And gonna, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, she's here to apparently talk about the... Jason Sudeikis play. You've got one minute because we've got a lot of football with that. <laughs> oh, anyway, so Jason Sudeikis and a lot of other really uh, awesome and important actors are going to do a live script reading of It's a Wonderful Life over Zoom, and it's $25 a ticket, or you can buy a whole household and get like a VIP package for $150, but it's got George Winston, whom I'm assuming is going to be the uncle. Uh, anyway, at all of the, pro- the part of the proceeds, at least, go to Ed Asner's family, uh, which they have, it's going to be like a fund or something for neurodivergent kids. Mm, that's fun. Where yeah. can they get these tickets, Emily? Do you know? Is it Ticketmaster.com? Online. <laughs> Online? That's enough of the pitching of the show. JasonSudeikisTickets.com. Thank, you, thank yeah. you. Thank you, Emily, for making a, a Thanks, Emily. Uh, appearance on the podcast. Uh, em- that's Emily yeah, with so- her, uh, with her uh, um, uh, celebrity news uh, minute, <laughs> celebrity news minute with so, Emily. Uh, so, Jews Nation, Jesse and I were just talking about how before we went live, we were talking about how like we have so much to cover, and we really do. Like Jesse, we've got like uh, like two topics that are going to really cover a bunch of things, but we haven't even touched on the fact that like our favorite teams played each other on Sunday, and oh, it yeah. was a stressful game. Yeah, and but for me it was like, uh, God, it just felt like we never had it. Like the first drive of the whole game. Oh, by the way, congratulations on your win. Um, but 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 to me it seemed like uh, we weren't in it, except for after that first drive. The first drive that we had, we marched right down the field, scored a touchdown, yeah. and I was like, oh, okay, we came to play, and then we didn't. It was just awful after that. It was a horrible I, game to watch after that. After that first drive, I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to hear from Jesse or the guys in this <laughs> entire game because I thought it was going to just be a fucking stomping. Because the Vikings just they moved down the field in like three minutes. And exactly. Just, and, and just like the time of possession was on the Viking side, 
uh, for like the whole first half or whatever. And I thought Cooper Rush looked like shit for most of the game. Like I, he was just doing like like short little passes. I didn't well, think yeah. our run game. That's what he should have been doing. Yeah, but I did like our run game wasn't doing anything crazy. But like looking at the stats afterwards, our defense just held like held your offense to, to like 270 total yards. Dalvin Cook didn't do anything. Justin Jefferson didn't do anything except Justin Jefferson. There were like two plays he should have had huge plays. But fucking like Tavon Diggs uh, uh, held him and prevented from him. So like I kept thinking throughout the whole game that Tevin like Justin Jefferson is a better wide receiver than Tevin Diggs is a cornerback because he kept burning him. He did keep burning him. That's for that's true. Like for some reason, and I don't know why. Um, and I I like Trayvon Diggs. All right, I I like him. So let's just get yeah. that out of the way right now. But <clears throat> but there were multiple plays where. Yeah, where um, Jefferson was just making him look stupid. Yes. And it was and it was yes. bizarre to me because I was like, I, that was like the the most um, anticipated matchup um, that I wanted to see with Jefferson. Right? I was like, okay, Diggs is on fire right now. He's setting the world on fire right now. Um. And so I don't think Jefferson's gonna get much action, but like, he what he was totally burning him. Like, there was yeah. one play where Jefferson should have scored, but uh, Cousins, like, overthrew him, or he stopped running slightly, but he was no, just was wide open. I thought that was the one that Diggs pulled and held his jersey. Um, that was a different one, I think. Like, there was one that, like, Jefferson had to, like, that Cousins had him, and it wasn't any, and cut, like... You could see Jefferson kind of like stutter step and then keep going, but it wasn't. But he wasn't even around Diggs at that point. Yeah, like no yeah. one was around him, and that was a it was a score. But you know, uh, I like I like work. Trayvon Diggs again, like we said. But there ha- he's had a couple of interceptions that have all been like luck. He's just been there with his arms open and the ball is falling into his arms. Like, I still think he's a good player, and but like he, he looked a little, he got a little gimpy there, like he got a little injured. Yeah. He is a good player. I, I'm, like, not not discounting that. I'm just saying, like, Justin Jefferson kind of made him look like he was just okay. Well, and Jeff, I think Justin Jefferson is killing it this year. So, oh, yeah. I, I think he's right. just really good. But He and Thielen. Thielen's looking. Like, if Jefferson's not doing anything, Thielen is having a big game. Well, that's that's the benefit of having a one-two punch like that. Yeah. Um, but by that, the way... It, it was a, it was a pretty good game. Uh, it was just stressful. Yeah, it was. I mean, and uh, like like I said, I didn't have any confidence in the game whatsoever because, um, like, the only reason we even, like, had a chance to win it at the end was a, quite a few, at least three, pretty questionable and some blatant missed calls from the ref or um, calls that shouldn't have been made in the first place, like pass interference calls and roughing the passer calls and like we were getting we got put like on the like five yard line because of all these like uh random pretty bad calls by the refs um in favor of the vikings but and we still couldn't do anything with it we still didn't do anything with it so it's like uh i don't know if your defense was just having a great day but like our defense wasn't then we called like two we called two timeouts in a row and um got penalized for it and I'm like, I'm starting to, I like Zimmer, but I'm starting to think that he's not the one. 
Yeah. I don't know. That's tough. I'm because... starting to lose a little confidence here. I I, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if, like, your team would benefit from, like, a younger, fresher coach. Yeah, maybe. And, like, uh, now uh, it came out that uh, Danielle Hunter has a torn peck, and he's out for the season again. Yeah, that sucks. Right when we got Barr back and our defense was, like, complete again, except for some secondary problems. But, like, <clears throat> I'm like, what next? Good gravy. Yeah, uh, but maybe it's your uh, maybe it's your offensive coordinator, Kubiak. Maybe, I mean, our offense. I think there's kind of a combination of things going on here. One, Kubiak has never had this position before, and his biggest credential that they always give him is that Gary Kubiak is his dad. And I'm like, that's not good. Um, yeah. <laughs> two, Zimmer. As a head coach, I read an article about this um, on, like, a Vikings website or whatever. Doesn't have, like, barely any input into the offense. He's basically head coach slash slash defensive coordinator, but, like, pretty much lets the offensive coordinator run the show. Um, And that's not good. Yeah. Like, it's not good. You know, you don't want... I don't know. I'm sure a lot of coaches do that, but like, I don't know. It's it's starting to get a little bit frustrating with all this, um, uh, with all the coaching issues that are going on. You know, like some of this stuff, some of our problems is coaching stuff, which that shouldn't be the case. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's frustrating. You got a you got a pretty decent team. Like uh, I uh, I. Fucking hate Kirk Cousins, but he plays pretty fucking good ball, man. I mean, we have the pieces to win. It's just why aren't we winning? What's the thing keeping us back? Um, so it's like, yeah. it's, if it's not the players, what is it? You know. Yeah, man. Uh, I was chuckling a couple times because just after you traded Thielen away, he had a fucking killer game, and Dalvin Cook didn't do anything. And that's who you got. Yeah, but I, that's okay. I, I, um, and Thielen's gonna have those games. Yeah. And I know that. Like, I knew that going into that trade, so it's not really that big a deal to me. Uh, although I did lose, which kind of sucks. But <laughs> I, I, I think that, like, um, my <laughs> I'm I'm toast in Pro Football Juice, Juice League. I'm still hanging on in the low league because I'm still, like, 5-3, and three, I think. So I have a winning record there. But the Vikings are done. As far as I'm concerned, they're like, unless something, unless Aaron Rodgers is done for the entire, um, is done for the entire season, which we'll get to. And, uh, and, uh, and he's done for the entire season and we, uh, pull a NFC East and just win on a loot, like get into the playoffs on a losing record because we get into our division. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it's sure shit not going to be the fucking Lions. Holy crap. So, crafter, so hope is alive. <laughs> and then the Bears the bears just keep getting in their own way. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah, they are. They're bad. I mean, we're, we're, we're bad too, but at least we can brag that we've lost four games by a total of like 13 points or something, or, or 17 points now or something. Like, we've been in every game. Yeah, I, I would have uh, said the same for the Lions, but they just got their asses kicked like two weeks in a row. Who do you think is the worst team, the Lions or the Bears? Lions. Okay. 
Do you think it's the Bears? I don't know. Because they're both really bad. Because, I, like, there are a couple... Like, I, I, the Lions have lost on a f- in a few games where they were close. Like, they were close games. But in the last couple weeks, it just seems like the, Lion, the Lions have just given up and they don't carry it. Like, it, it's just horrible. So, yeah, I guess I'll go Lions. At this point, I'll go Lions. I think the Lions don't have a problem with their head coach, whereas I think the Bears have a problem with their head coach. Yeah. I think the Lions' problem is they don't have the roster. They gave away their best player. And their second player. So I would say it was probably Matt Stafford, their best player. Kenny Galladay, their second best player. Both gone. Yeah. And what they got left with is not good. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Now their best player is uh, DeAndre Swift. That's not good. And TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. I was probably TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. <laughs> when your best player is your tight end, you got problems. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. I would say Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the league, and he's still not, probably not the best player on that team. Yeah, no, he's not. He's up um, there. Yeah, I don't even think you could say it's Mahomes now, right now, though. Well, definitely not right now, but Tyreek Hill's uh, uh, is up there. Yeah, Hill's always uh, Hill's always uh, is always good. All right, let's do it. Be- uh, okay, so what? How do you want to do this? Do you want to? Do you want to do? Um, Rugs, Rogers, Juicies if there's time picks. Yeah. Um, I think the Juicies, the pre-jacks, and not the, I think the mid-jacks can happen next week if we don't get to them today. Right. Because I, I, <clears throat> I, I know you and I are going to rant about the Aaron Rodgers stuff. There's so much juice. Yeah, today. I know. Like and today, like, I want to talk about the rug stuff, but the rug stuff is gonna get kind of fucking heavy. I don't really want to talk about rug stuff too much. I want to lay it. I want to lay out the rug stuff, and be done with the rug stuff. To be honest. Yeah. How so about, uh, how uh, about it, we start with rugs, and then we address that creepy motherfucker that's behind your shoulder as a nice little break yeah. in between. <clears throat> and I knew that. I knew that was happening. And I, I tried yeah. to think of it you before, but. You feel the heat on your fucking neck? I did. I felt the heat from that meat. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. All right, I'm doing it. What are we doing now? It's the Brendan McManus Man of the Hour with me, Brendan McManus. Oh, by the way, <clears throat> I am what drinking. What are you drinking? I'm, I'm drink- sorry. No, that's fine. I, I had forgotten to. I'm drinking uh, Firefly wine. Uh-huh. In honor of the juicies we might not get to. From Fireside Winery, handcrafted in Marengo, Iowa. Yeah. Fireside Winery, located in the rolling hills of eastern Iowa on the edge of the Iowa Valley Scenic Byway. The winery is dream of William and Rona Wyant, 
Iowa corn and soybean farmers who wanted to pass on the 100-year-old family tradition of agriculture to future Wyant generations. Yeah, 14 acres, high quality. The fireside chosen as a reflection of family traditions, the warmth of family friendships, great conversations. We invite you to make fireside wines a part of your family. We invite you to shut up. Yeah, really. Um, it contains sulfites. Sponsor us. I don't know. There's no ABV on this, so. It's probably four. Yeah, four. It's a fruity, semi-sweet blush wine crafted from Catawba grapes. That's kind of weird. That's fine. Drink her up. So... Did you did uh, we've only been podcast podcasting for twenty minutes? Did you uh, start that bottle earlier, or have you well, just been I, like without me noticing? I've been drinking without you noticing. I've been drinking this whole time, but I've been oh, drinking out of this I, glass. Yeah, I figured you would have been drinking from the bot. Nice. Uh, and I'm I also realized that I'm drinking bourbon. Uh, it's not the yeah. champ. Wait, yeah. did I even? Did you even tell me what you were drinking when I asked you earlier? I no, I got way too caught up talking oh. about cheers. Oh um, yeah, and then Emily came is, over with the Jasons. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, this is where this is where we are now. Yeah, we, we finally got back to bourbon. I'm drinking Fighting Cock Bourbon. There we go. Bourbon. Nice work. Okay, so my brand is math is Mike White, the quarterback oh, for the um, New York Jets. Yeah. His first yeah. NFL start, he wins against the best team in the AFC at the time, Cincinnati Bengals. He threw 82 point, he had an 82.2 completion percentage, 405 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, <coughs> 107.9 quarterback rating, and he got $50,000 for that game. And a better in Vegas who put $1,000 on him being the leading pass uh, yards leader won a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars for betting a thousand dollars on that. Who would bet a thousand dollars that Mike White would be like that guy would have had to have been just shit faced or when he made that bet. or he's a millionaire or he's a he time a, traveler. He had a he had a thousand dollars to just to burn on like you know how many he's probably lost. He's probably lost five hundred thousand dollars on betting one thousand dollars on things like this. <laughs> yeah, probably. But he hits out. No, that was a, that was a good. Uh, that was a good pick. I liked it. Thanks. He, he was uh, AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Yeah, and he also cost me about four thousand five hundred dollars. Woof. So here's the thing. Oh, he didn't cost me that much, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, you didn't win that because of. Him. I didn't win that because of that, and it was off of a bet that was free anyway. It was a free fifty dollar bet, and I had a uh, six leg NFL parlay going where um, every team that I picked had to beat the spread, and every team that I picked beat the spread, and it was incredible. It was an incredible run. And the only team that didn't beat the spread was Cincinnati because they got 
they're supposed to win by ten and a half or nine and a half. I can't remember which. And instead, they got beat, which is not good. Uh, <laughs> and they they're the only leg of a six leg parlay that I missed, which is bananas. Well, almost congratulations, man. Well, not to. Oh, here's the other kicker. They were such a lock for me that I had three other bets going uh, that were also from free bets or whatever because that's all really all I do. I don't really I don't like to spend my own money. But like every yeah. single one of those bets had something to do with the goddamn Bengals winning, <laughs> so it hosed every single one I had. Uh, I don't think anybody expected a uh, backup former AAF quarterback to uh, oh, beat no. the Bengals. Oh, no, Nick. I didn't know that he was a former AAF quarterback. He was either AAF or XFL. If he was AAF, yeah, then it makes a lot of sense why I lost. Let me find out. Uh... See. Maybe it wasn't. I don't think it was AAF. Oh, wait. No. Let's see. Um, Hold on. Keep, keep talking. I'm in, I'm in suspense here because I really need to know. <laughs> I really need to know this. <laughs> you know how yeah, hardcore of a fan I was of the AAF and the XFL. If it if it says if he was a former Salt Lake Stallion, I'm gonna flip my lid. I'm gonna flip this entire desk over, and it's very heavy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if oh, if he's a, he was he was a former St. Louis Battlehawk, I'll still be very upset, but I won't flip the desk over. Those are my teams. Uh, hmm. let's see. Speaking of which, I was watching a game. I can't remember what game I was watching. Um, oh, man. Okay, just one second. Oh, man, now we're both looking up stuff. That's not good. Uh, I'll try to Holy like, keep shit. talking. Cowboys selected Mike White in fifth round of 2018 draft. Oh, yeah? Wow. So he, has he been in the NFL the whole time then? Uh, so then he was with the Jets in 2019. Uh Holy shit, yeah. I don't know why I thought he was with AAF or XFL. Well, I, I for one am... Said that shit. I am, for one, relieved that he's not. Um, okay, yeah, so I was watching know. I was watching the Jaguars versus the Bengals. And I don't know why. But, like, I... They, like, right before they went to break, they were showing the crowd, and I spotted something. And so I, I went way up to my TV, and I took a picture of it. Check it out. That is a fella in the Jacksonville-Cincinnati game wearing a St. Louis Battlehawks XFL XFL shirt <laughs> from this year. It's, it's incredible. That's fantastic. Um, oh, maybe... Eh, never mind, whatever, I don't fucking care. Anyway. I, was, I had to send it to my buddy Alex because we decided together that we were going to be Battlehawk strong forever. Battlehawk strong forever, huh? <laughs> we're going to get Battlehawk Battle tattoos? Only half of one. I'll get half and he'll get the other half. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, that's great. So 
So anyway, who's your brand of Math Mania I level? I picked Micah Parsons, mm. linebacker. Yeah, uh, he was all over the place, dog. Yeah, I thought you were going to pick uh, freaking... Cooper Rush? Yeah. I thought about picking Cooper Rush, but I was ragging on Cooper Rush the entire game <laughs> until that last drive where I was like, holy shit, Cooper, Cooper Rush, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm going to send Scott a jersey. Like, Be- because we let him do it. Yeah. We let like, him have uh, too much confidence, and then and then he, he took... Full advantage. He got all the confidence in the world, and like, yeah. And then this is what you get. Yeah. Bullshit. We, I mean, we yeah. we bottled up. We bottled up Zeke. Tony Pollard was running pretty well on us, but we bottled up Zeke. I'm trying to figure out why we're not running Pollard more. Yeah. He, he has more. Uh, he has more uh, like yards after uh, the whatever yards then. per carry. Yeah. Shit. Uh, like he's just, he's just running better. But anyway, Micah Parsons had 11 total tackles with four tackles for a loss. He had a quarterback hit, and uh, he, uh, man, he has 42 total tackles and two and a half sacks. He's a rookie. Yeah, he's good. I mean, and the thing is, they use him all over the place. Oh, which reminds me of um, Jalen Smith. Yeah. Uh, just got uh, got released from Green Bay. Um, a month after they like signed him, so he must be, he must have regressed quite a bit. Maybe you should yeah, bring him back and play quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Good times. Well, that's, uh, that's the man of the hour. Get the fuck out of here, Brandon. Yeah, get out. It's a lot more light. It's a lot lighter in this room uh, because uh, we switched out light bulbs. Yeah, and I was like, "Why is it so dark?" Because the lights that are on the far side had none that were working, none uh, because there's like three bulb outlets or whatever in the ceiling or three bulb things, and uh, I was like, "Well, but I thought all three of these were working except for like maybe one." And we opened it up, and there was one. There was one light bulb working for this entire basement for months. <laughs> yeah, uh, I imagine it would be uh, quite so different now. Yeah, so it's much brighter, as you can, like, see the back wall. It's just, like, lit up. Yeah, you're a little overexposed. Yeah, a little bit. That's fine, though. Um, so, uh, yeah, now I just look like I'm sick all the time. Nah. I think that's probably why, like, at one point during previous podcasts, I would just make an orange screen back here and just keep it up, and it's just an orange screen that was, like, blasting at my face. <laughs> Gross. I don't want anything close. <laughs> Do we have any viewers? I just noticed that there's nothing in the box. Yeah, it's just one. It's just I think it's just me. Wow, I figured like when I put that thing on our Pro Football Juice to League thing, more people would tune in. Yeah, I. Uh, we had uh, we uh, we had two. We've had three now. We're, we, but we've mostly just been at uh, me. That stuff always like uh, like intrigues me. Like who's randomly like watching and then just jumping off? Yeah. Like, and how do they find it? I don't know, whatever. Um, so, let's see. Um, I'm going to run through some trade deadline stuff real quick. Um, sure. KC traded um, their guard, Laurent DuVernay-Tardif, to New Jersey, New York Jets, for tight end Dan Brown, which I thought Tardif was pretty good, but maybe he's not. 
Or maybe they're just really high in this Dan Brown fellow that I've never heard of. San Francisco uh, got Charles Omanihu. Yeah, tight end. No, the same Dan Brown that wrote Da Vinci Code? Of course they're high on him. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. Like, uh, I guess he plays tight end as well. He's multi-talented. Yeah. Um, <laughs> San Francisco gets Charles Omanihu from Houston for a 2023 sixth-round pick, which um, Scott liked. Kansas City gets outside linebacker Melvin Ingram from Pittsburgh for 2022 sixth, which I think is a steal. Um, except for Melvin's a little bit older, but he's going to be good. He's still got stuff in him. Uh, Denver, the big one, Denver traded Von Miller to the Rams for a 2022 second-round pick and 2022 a third-round pick. What do you think about that, Nick? I thought that, I think that's a lot of, like, I think that's some high draft picks for someone who's 32 years old. Yeah, I agree. Um, Rams are in a... Four sacks. No, season. I mean he's still a good player. Like let's not let's not discount that. But mm-hmm. I think the uh, the Rams are in like let's win this this year mode. The Rams are in like yeah. we're taking this Super Bowl this year mode. Which I can't. The only people that I can see out there taking down the Rams at this point uh, in the AFC is um, uh, the Bills. Yeah, the Bills. The Bills are good because they have a good offense and a, and a really good defense. Who do you uh, who do you see as uh, NFC contenders for the the Rams? Uh, Cardinals. Yep. I'm. Um, oh, I don't know. I was gonna I'm say. I was gonna say probably Green Bay, right? But like, not anymore. Uh, let's see. I don't know. <laughs> Um, maybe maybe someone like Phila- like Philadelphia maybe. Oh, gross! Come on. <laughs> no, dude. I think that the Cowboys are gonna um, make a big play for it if they I can, can keep Dak. If they can keep Dak healthy. Yeah, and Tyron. So Tyron Smith is injured. Yeah, again. Yeah. Likely not to play Week Nine. And Trayvon Diggs was dinged up a little bit. Like yeah, um, uh, I, that's. Yeah, the thing is about this elongated season, who knows who's going to go down and be healthy for um, these these playoff runs. Yeah. Uh, so it would be interesting. Um, let's see. Some of the main things that happened that were surprising is that Tua was, like, endorsed by Miami as being their, like, uh, quarterback. Deshaun Watson went nowhere, which isn't that surprising, I guess. Yeah, like I saw a tweet yesterday that was like, I have 20, that said there are 22 reasons why Deshaun Watson shouldn't be traded today. I'm like, yeah, obviously. He shouldn't yeah. even be on the fucking roster right now. No. Like, I don't get it. Like, it, it's just, it's fucked up. That's, because, he, that's because if he settles, though. if he settles with people, they can just sweep it under the rug. Slap, so him with a, slap him with a little fine and be done. Like, for instance... In this rugs thing that we're gonna talk about, ain't no sweeping this under the rug, right? This is no. said. This no. is said. Done. Happened. Not hearsay. Done. And even if the stuff with, uh, like a lot of times, and this is something that happens all the time. Uh, people with money, 
not necessarily, um, uh, you know, sports people or whatever, uh, they pay people off. And then, they, then they're done. They pay people off, they get a slap on the wrist, and then they're back out doing whatever they were doing before. So, if he if he gets off and, and all of a sudden is still a quarterback, it doesn't surprise me at all. He'll 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 be suspended for whatever. But I also, when the Dolphins were like when they, when it came out, the fluoride of the Dolphins were just like, we've got all the confidence in Tua. He's our quarterback. I just was like, yeah, because it just came public that you're not gonna get Deshaun Watson, so you have to try to make Tua feel good about yeah. His position. Because why did why didn't you say that? Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like at the beginning of the season, or when this happened, or when all the rumors came out before, how come it's now yeah. when the when the when the when the trade deadline's over? Now you can be like, yeah. oh yeah, he's our guy. He's <laughs> always he's always been our guy. What are you guys talking about? Ugh, man, the NFL <laughs> man is gross. Yeah, it is. Um, and did you see this whole thing with? I'm just what I'm saying. Like this is crazy day. Do you see that thing with uh, Odell? Yes. Beckham Jr. They, uh, uh, Kevin Stavansky comes in and tells the team he's essentially not on the team right now. Yeah. His dad posted that 11-minute video of Baker just flat ignoring him on the field. Really? He, uh, Yeah, uh, Odell's dad yesterday posted an 11-minute video of Baker choosing like not to throw to him uh, when he was wide open on the field. Hmm. Interesting. So it's just like, there's all this fucking drama around Odell again. But also, I don't like Baker Mayfield anyway, so I think I'm choosing the Odell side on this one. I don't know. I don't know who I'd like least. And I think it's probably because of those at-home-with-Baker-Mayfield commercials. Is that why you like Baker more? Is that what you Yeah, that, exactly. I think that's the <laughs> only reason why. It's because it humanized him, right? Like... <laughs> it it's not him taking pictures with a panther on a Corvette wearing a leather jacket being an asshole. It's yeah. it's him being a normal person and actually being funny, you know, like and Odell is they're both bad. They're both they're both stupid. Like to be like blunt about it. Like they're both probably not great. Both better than Aaron Rodgers though, Jesse. Indeed. Okay, both wait. Better. Wait. I know. I'm so excited. I got I just want to... We should... There's no way we're doing Juicies, first of all. There's absolutely no way. Yeah, because we haven't I even gotten into it. I, I, need, I need to talk about um, one more thing. Just one more thing. Two more... Th- three more things. I need three more things. One, <laughs> Michael Thomas injured his ankle again and isn't going to play this season. It's time for him, for him to go... It's time for him to go somewhere else. Like, New Orleans clearly doesn't need him. Like, Do you think he'll play anymore? Like, I was thinking about it. Like, he's had, in, he has, he's had ankle injuries now but he's, for the last two years. But he's had problems with New Orleans. Like, yeah. he doesn't like New Orleans. So the fact that he's not playing again, to me, doesn't really say, oh, he's injured. It says he doesn't give a shit about playing with New Orleans. Like, he doesn't care. So he yeah, wants to just, he I, wants to use this, get traded, go somewhere else, and then build it back up again. Even even if he's if he's fully healthy, and they let him go, somebody will pay him. Somebody will pay him yeah. a bunch of money. He'll probably get traded to the fucking Rams. Ugh. Or he'll go to like the Jets, and he'll never be the same again. Yeah, 
Um, that's one thing. Number two is 13 positive tests, COVID tests for the New York Giants. Uh, only, but when they retested, only one of them came back positive, and it was their running back coach, Burton Burns. But Saquon Barkley, their offensive guard, Matt Skura, and uh, their safety, Xavier McKinney, are in COVID protocol at this moment. So yeah. I think, so according to COVID protocol, and I know this because I've read a lot about it today, <laughs> uh, uh, they have to have two uh, negative tests <laughs> taken taken 24, like, <laughs> taken 24 hours after each other in order to come back to the field. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> Give me a thumbs up if you're going to live. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, I'm good. Nick died. Nick died for a second. I think he's back. You choking your spit? Oh, yeah. Choking on this bourbon, dog. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even see you take a drink. I just saw you going, boom. Yeah, uh, it was a mysterious drink. So, I don't know if uh, Barkley's been just not there all season. So, it kind of sucks. But Yeah. Uh, what the F is going to happen with New Orleans and their quarterback situation. Yeah, I don't know because Taysom Hill is still in concussion protocol. Okay. Absolutely fucking rocked four weeks ago. Four uh, weeks ago? Or, Good lord. It was lord. three or four weeks ago. Do you remember he was running with the ball and he got hit and his head went like fucking back and he had uh, to get, he got carted off. Jeez. So then, uh, when they when uh, on last week's game they mentioned that he was still in concussion protocol from a hit that took him out three weeks ago. So okay. I think, this, I think he's been out for three weeks. Maybe I was in Colorado when that happened. I don't really. I think you were. That. I think you were. Um. So he got absolutely fucking destroyed. So who was it that was playing? Jameis Winston went out. Who was it? Who was it? Some. I. I, I don't know. I. I was not paying attention to the game at that. It point. was okay. um. Someone we know. Oh. For some reason, I just want to say Will, Will Greer, but I don't know if that's no. the I got. Um, uh, uh, so, uh, no, now it's there's... Trevor Simeon. It's Trevor Simeon. Yes, yes, of course, yes. Okay, yeah, exactly. Like, I was like, I knew it was somebody that I know, because, or whatever. But, like, uh, which, like I said, Simeon's been a solid backup. To have, to have Jameis Winston, uh, Taysom Hill, and Trevor Simeon is a... The luxury, right? Even though Simeon's probably not your answer. Even though he, they won that game. They won against Tampa Bay with with uh, Trevor Simeon on the field. They won because they, but they won because their defense. Uh, yeah, like I do love that. That like, the, like we're getting classic Brady over the last few years, where he starts off really hot and then he starts to dip towards the uh, middle end season, middle season, and then everybody like. What's wrong with Brady? He's and then he wins gonna, the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> plateau and get better. Like it's classic Brady. Like no one I saw a thing that was like we all remember that Brady's Brady proved that he's mortal or what or nor I was like, no no, oh, no. Yeah. It's, it's what Brady does. Yeah, it happens every year. It really does. Um so uh and then there was the the um reports that um Philip Rivers said that he would come out of retirement to play for New Orleans. 
I saw that. Which I thought was hilarious. And and also, yes, do it. I would love that. That would be, <laughs> that would be awesome. I uh, I love the uh, Sunday Night Football when Mike Trico is talking to Drew Brees, and he's just like, first off, is your phone ringing? And, yeah. and Drew Brees pulled his phone up and like, nope, and I'll be here next week. I, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that Drew Brees is like, I'm not coming out of retirement for this bullshit. Well, awesome. no, he didn't say that. He said they haven't called him. Oh, I, he he didn't look like he had any interest. No, in no, 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 probably not. But I thought that was I thought that was also hilarious. Oh yeah, it was it was man, it cracked me up. Okay, here we go. Oh, hey, I, I didn't even know Mac was down here. He's been underneath the blanket the whole time. Oh, weird. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, what an adorable little bastard. He's a stealth anyway. stealth fellow. All right. I'm going to run this through, and then I want you to react or not. Henry okay. Ruggs fucked up real bad. He got cut from Vegas and is probably going to jail for a while, quite a while, I would think. Uh, so he was involved in a DUI where he crashed uh, into a woman and her dog driving a RAV4. Uh, going 156 miles an hour with uh, twice the legal limit uh, blood alcohol content in his uh, veins and a loaded gun in the car. Uh, uh, the, the, it, 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 uh, it ended in the woman and the dog being killed. So he was going 156 miles an hour two seconds before the crash, 127 miles per hour when the airbags were just deployed, and is facing at least two to 20 years for the felony DUI resulting in death alone. And that's not uh, including any of the other um, uh, charges. So yeah, he's not uh, not looking good. Not looking good. He uh, effed up real bad. Yeah. Real bad. It, like, yeah, man. I keep, like, every once in a while, I start to kind of, like, feel bad for Henry Ruggs because, like, he got drunk and made a mistake, but he was going 156 miles per hour, and he fucking, like, killed an innocent person and their puppy. Yeah. For, and, I mean, and he was and he was going 156 miles per hour through what I understand, and I'm not 100% sure on this, but what from what I read, it was, like, a residential area. Yeah, like, it was near the Vegas Strip. Yeah, like, uh, a few blocks away from the Vegas Strip or whatever, or a few miles, yeah. one of the two. But, like, it wasn't a highway, right? It was a residential area going 156 miles an hour. Yeah. So, I mentioned this to you before we started the podcast, but and I, and I found it, and I'm not going to, like, share it or whatever, but, uh, like, someone caught video of, like, Excuse me, Ruggs' car smashed as shit. This fucking RAV4 engulfed in flames, and Ruggs is just sitting on the curb watching. Well, the problem with that video, which is awful, oh my god, which is awful, because people are, a well, person is dead in that wreck. Yeah. But yeah, not really much he could have done at that point. And Lord knows how long that had been going on by the time he got out of his car and got to that spot. Um, yeah. 
but still not great. I mean, still really bad video. Uh, it's bad video if you took him out of the equation and they just filmed uh, what was happening. Um, because, like I just said, people were... Someone was dying in that fire. It's such a bad video. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I agree. Like, yeah, I... I... I, w- I will say that I'm I am glad that he didn't like flee the scene, so I guess yeah, that was good. I, I mean I I think he I think he understands what's going on right now. And the like I've had my I've had my um I've had my uh, like dealings with that kind of situation, and nobody was hurt. Nothing happened bad like that. But it can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, there's a lot of extremes in this situation. Like, tons of extremes that are just like, holy crap. Like, everything that happened in this thing were on the extreme end of everything. I mean, uh, but I still don't understand why people in high-profile situations that have the money to don't get an Uber or get a limo or, yeah. or, 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 or do that kind of thing. And I, uh, uh, there, I guess there's a flip side, right? Like they do it because they bought like a hundred, $200,000 vehicle and they want to like drive it, he but do it. You're driving a Corvette. Corvette. Exactly. But, but do it when you're sober, like take it to the yeah. club, leave it at the club, take an Uber home, take a limo home. I'm sure they probably have someone on the team that's designated that they could call to come pick them up anytime they want. Yeah. If they don't, they should. Um, especially in Vegas. Um, but like, uh, what's done is what's, what's done is done. I just don't understand how, um, uh, a high profile person gets themselves in this situation. Not just a, not just a, a football player, but like a, someone, um, who has money to burn in general. Although yeah, I do so, understand uh, that like, you're just like, Oh, I want to go home and I'm just going to do it myself. Uh, I get, I get all that, but. Uh, so uh, the Raiders, I saw today that the Raiders are looking to get, I think $5 million back or whatever, like with cutting in there. And they're going to try to get like $6 million in the signing bonuses over the last few years or a couple years. They're going to try to get money back from him? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works either, and I don't think they should do that. But if they are going to do that, because he made a mistake, right? Like, um, yeah. give him the money that you owe him, but the money that but the money that you would have owed him, right? Take all that yeah. money and give it to the family. Yeah, that would be that would be great. Yeah, I mean, that's what they should do. They should take all the money that they were going to give him from whatever contract, and maybe it's not even that much because he was a rookie or whatever, but, like, give it to the well, victim's family. They just straight cut him. When Hernandez was arrested, did the Patriots cut him right away? Oh, God, I don't know. Well, no, probably not because there was a trial. Yeah. You know, there's no, I mean, there might be a trial here, but, like, it's not a trial that's, like... Uh, there's going to be a trial to see how long he goes to jail. Yeah. But there's not going to be a trial to see if it happened. 
because it happened. Yeah. All right. We let's let's switch gears to talk about something a little bit more lighthearted and something that brings us <laughs> just like just just brings our hearts so full of joy. Uh, I I have been like excited about this podcast all day because of this fucking story that we got this morning. It like I already told you, Jesse, but it distracted me from work all day. I was refreshing Twitter. I was refreshing Bleach Report. I kept going to Twitter and typing Aaron Rodgers or the Packers <laughs> mm-hmm. and like just looking at what people were saying and I was loving it. I'll tell you one thing. There was some comedy. There was some comedy to be had on, on Twitter today. Uh, yeah. Just just in the little bit that I was, uh, I spent a, a quite a good deal of time like uh, researching this a little bit for the podcast, but like, uh, like <laughs> just some of the one-off stuff was just... <laughs> I like laughed out loud reading. Uh, there's like, I, there's been like five times in my life that I've read something and then laughed. <laughs> <laughs> and like four of them were today. <laughs> I got to like, I got to like break the news in our team lead meeting. Uh, like I jumped on our team lead meeting three minutes early, which I never usually do, but I was in a good mood because I just found <laughs> out that Aaron Rodgers was a piece of shit. And so I was like, yes. <laughs> so like I got on there and I was like, hey, everybody. Oh, me, I'm doing well because Aaron Rodgers is a piece of shit. And I got to like break. <laughs> and, uh, and, and one of the other leads I am, me, and he goes, I'm a Packers fan. I did not know that was it, that happened. This sucks. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, as a Packers, if you are a Packers fan, this would suck. Because Aaron Rodgers, you can repeat with me now, is a piece <laughs> of shit. Uh, the, uh, the, here's the thing about it, alright? Like, f- full, full on, like, uh, uh, and, and, and nobody likes the fact that he's not going to play more than me, right? Um, but, like... Coming from someone whose quarterback has taken a lot of shit and has like uh, like owned up to it and been like, I'm not doing this because of whatever, and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna follow protocols, blah blah blah. Her cousin's being a dumbass. He owned up to it, right? Cole Beasley yeah. owned up yeah. to it. Like yeah. DeAndre yeah. Hopkins owned up to it. Um, Lamar Jack. Yeah, yeah, and this motherfucker goes, when they asked him to his face, are you vaccinated? He says, I, yeah, he said, yeah, I've been immunized. Yes. And then went on a rant about this and that and talking about people, blah, 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 all the boilerplate bullshit, so that he appeared to be vaccinated. Yes. When in fact, what happened was he went to his doctor and they got a homeopathic treatment from his doctor to boost his immune system or antibody levels, sorry. And then he went to the NFLPA and the NFL and said, hey, this is what I did. Can I please be exempt? To which they both said no. Yeah. So his status, according to both of those bodies, is unvaccinated. Yeah. But, because the, but the COVID-19 protocols are team-enforced. So the NFL does not enforce these first. 
they're supposed to be team enforced. So the Packers organization knew about his vaccination status mm -hmm. and chose not to follow COVID protocols by like not like he in any press conference he's he's not wearing a mask, which means he's breaking COVID protocols. Any anytime he's inside the building, he's not wearing a mask. He's breaking COVID protocols. He's not supposed to be. Uh, he, they're supposed to be um, social distancing between teammates. There's supposed to be uh, restrictions of him in the weight room, and he's out here over the past weekend throwing a fucking Halloween party with his with his whole team there. Like, it's fucking hilarious because yeah. it just like continues the campaign where it just seems like Aaron Rodgers is trying to tank this fucking team so he doesn't play with them anymore. And and all of the all of the roasting he's getting is so like should be happening. It's it's yeah. so uh, warranted, right? Here's the other thing too. Like NFL says they're investigating this issue, um, and 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 there's more. There's more to it. See, like he's you, like you said, he's been at the, all these press conferences, and now some have said that some pre press conferences have been held held outside. <clears throat> but any press conference that's held in the building needs to be masked. Now, yep. Kirk Cousins has been doing the same thing. Really? I watch, I watch, I watch, uh, I watch, uh, things about him all the time, or, like, press conferences, constantly him. He's never masked. One time he came in and had a mask in his hand, threw it down on the table, and then started talking unmasked. <laughs> like, is this a thing that they're just, like, in the NFL's like, oh, what? What's been happening? What's been happening? It's like, have they not seen, is there not one person in the NFL that has not seen these press conferences? From both, from Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins, and not known that they were held indoors or in the stadium? <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah. You, so you mentioned it earlier in our text thread that uh, the, 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 the NFL is probably just going to throw a package <laughs> on the bus here. And it's complete that with them opening the investigation in Aaron Rodgers, it is. So like they're, mm -hmm. they're, throwing the, they're throwing the package completely under the bus. Well, and they're like, well, they'll protect. They're, they'll protect the Packers. They'll protect Aaron Rodgers. They won't if they're under fire. Yeah. They're going to start yeah. throwing people under the bus left and right. Like, um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Viking season is over because of this, because of Kirk Cousins. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if they need to, the NFL needs to put up or shut up with this. Are they going to make an excuse? Are they going to make an excuse for Aaron Rodgers? Or are they going to make him an example? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I hope example because like, but also if they do it with Aaron Rodgers, they have to do it with everybody else that's been break, been break that has been breaking the rules. And and the only reason I know about Kirk Cousins is because I'm a Vikings fan. I don't know if they've been if the same thing's been happening with Lamar Lamar Jackson. It's got to be happening. Yeah. I bet you we could go on YouTube right now and look up like at least. Oh yeah. Six. He, he has not had. I haven't seen a single interview where he's been wearing a mask. I haven't. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, like, even when Kirk Cousins was talking about, like, that stupid fucking interview with him saying he's going to follow the protocols and stuff, uh, uh, oh, I think that one, uh, I think that one was outdoors, actually, so never mind about that one. But, like, um, uh, he should get in trouble, I don't know, like, he, Aaron Rodgers is not going to get in trouble for, uh, lying, because he technically didn't lie, 
right? He didn't. He just said to the press, they said, are you vaccinated? He said, yeah, which is a lie. I'm immunized, which is not the same thing. Yeah. Um, he's not going to get fined for that. But Green Bay should definitely get fined yeah. and penalized because that's in the rules. They could lose draft guess, picks. They could get, they could, like, I think it's they part of the rules. Yeah, the Vikings yeah. might too. Like, if the Patriots can lose draft picks for all the bullshit that they've done and stuff over the last few, uh, over the last decade, I feel like the the Packers should lose draft picks over this. Like, I can't figure out what is like more fun. Um, the fact that Aaron Rodgers is a fucking idiot and things that getting his, his antibodies increased is the same as getting a a, a vaccine. Like, that is a that is a juicy nugget. Oh my god, it's so good! Like this same fucking idiot wants to wants to host Jeopardy. Why would we? Why would anybody let this idiot host Jeopardy? And then uh, oh, which is another thing because Jeopardy he was hosting on Jeopardy without a mask. So like, does Jeopardy have to answer to some questions here? No, Jeopardy doesn't isn't held to those standards. I don't think. Oh, it should be. I, but here, like I'm, I am a full on vaccination supporter here. So sure, well, I'm a little biased. Yeah, I mean, like, um, so I I looked up Albert Breer, right, and they said or a tweet from Albert Breer, and he said checked on whether Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers was in violation of COVID nineteen protocols about talking to the media, unmasked was referred back to rules that unvaccinated players must be masked at all times inside team facilities, which includes press conferences. So the answer is yes. And teams have had to work around this. Some hold press availability outside to facilitate it for unvaccinated guys. The Packers have actually put other unvaccinated players on Zoom with the media to adhere to the rules. Bigger question here is how the league could have missed it. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, 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 here's some of the other funny tweets. <clears throat> Rogers heard <laughs> the vaccine vaccine could help protect his family, and he wanted no part of it. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. uh, hey, Yeah, that's Bill. Bill! Oh, hey, a Bill. rare Bill sighting this season. We're getting really close. Bill's butthole being on camera. Yeah, it happens. Uh, hey, Aaron Rodgers, between us, you're getting dragged right now, and it's not right. You don't need this headache. You hold all the power. Retire right in everyone's face. Show them you're the boss. <laughs> <laughs> the difference between most people saying, I'm immunized, versus Aaron Rodgers saying, I'm immunized, is like the difference between most people saying, I love you like a brother, and Aaron Rodgers saying, I love you like a brother. <laughs> so I was thinking today, like, what if the Packers were just like, fuck you, Aaron Rodgers, we're going to cut you. And I'm trying to think of, like, who would get waiver priority. So, like, who would get, who would sign him. And I think that would be, like, Washington football team or, uh, like, uh, Man, I don't know. It would just be a lowly, dumpy shit of a team. Yeah, but it'd only be for a year, and then he'd go to wherever he wanted. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so here's the NFL statement on Aaron Rodgers potentially breaking COVID-19 protocols. It says teams are charged with enforcing rules, like you said, so both the Packers and Rodgers could be in trouble here. Um, the, the official statement is, the primary responsibility for enforcement of the COVID protocols within club facilities rests with each club. Failure to properly enforce the protocols has resulted in discipline being assessed by indi- against individual clubs in the past. The league is aware of the green- current situation in Green Bay and will be reviewing the matter with the Packers. Um, uh, so, I feel like... So... It's interesting because, what? Sorry, I was right. Mike White was in the AAF and the XFL. Okay. Where right, do you play going. the Birmingham Iron? I'm gonna look at the. I'm gonna find out what teams. Keep going. Okay. Sorry. Um. So. So basically, it's interesting because. Remember, remember at the beginning of the season that Aaron Rodgers didn't was like, I'm not playing for the like Packers. There was that whole drama, and he ended up coming back anyway. It's a, which was a big fucking smokescreen, which is so stupid. Yeah. But a lot of people are still saying that this could be Aaron Rodgers' last uh, season in Green Bay. Um, which could be. It also could be another stupid fucking rabbit hole bullshit thing that we all follow, and then nothing ever happens with it. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, uh, in the NFL, Cole Beasley is trending right now on Twitter. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this is so great. Uh, like, Cole Beasley's got to love this. He's got to be like, feel so reprieved and just be like, hey, I'm not that bad, huh? Holy yeah. shit, I never tweeted this out. Oh, man. I like typed it up, but I never hit tweet. Oh, that's why no one's here. That's why. I know. That's on me, man. Sorry, no, buddy. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, why is C.D. Lamb trending? I don't like that. Yeah, he is oh. trending. C.D. Lamb says Harrison Smith choked him after a tackle. <laughs> yeah. Take that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> hit, man, hit, man, hit, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh shit! It definitely looks like he was trying to strangle him. <laughs> Is there a picture? Yeah, it said during the game Sunday reference. Uh, the, this man was choking the expletive out of me while I'm on the sideline, and they've got this video, and like he's scroll over, and it looks like he's trying to pull his fucking head off. Here, let me see if I can find it for you. I, I'm 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 on that Twitter page or whatever. I'm trying to see man. if they can show it. Was that it? No, that's not it. Um, Michael Gelkin shared a video. Oh, there it is then. Oh, yeah, it's the same thing. It's shorter, though. Huh. Huh. I can't tell if he's just trying to get the ball or choking him, though. Uh, I think that was unfortunate. I don't think that was, like, uh... I don't think that was on... This I feel like there had to be something about that. Why would he have done that? Yeah, yeah, it seems weird. Although, if I was a ref, and if you go down a little bit, there's two refs standing there. You probably should have. If they thought it was, they must have not oh, thought yeah. it was anything either. But so, yeah, 
But yeah, if there was something, definitely throw a flag for that. I mean, it looks pretty bad, to be honest. <laughs> if I'm gonna be, well, if I'm gonna be a hundo on that. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I guess. Oh well. Man, I uh, like for some reason today has just kicked off my fascination with with, with to finding out what's trending on Twitter, uh, because like. <laughs> Refreshing and, go, and like seeing Packers Twitter was trending. Packers fans are volatile and oh, yeah. just like, oh man, it's, it's there are so many people who are like hating on Rodgers and then like trying to compare. Oh shit, have you seen the people who are trying to like say Rugs should get a second chance because Josh Gordon has been given so many second chances? <laughs> what? Yeah. There are people who are like, what's the difference between Ruggs and Gordon? They're like, well, Gordon never really got so lit that he killed a person in the yeah. dog. Uh, yeah. There are people who are who are like defending Ruggs and bringing up Gordon. Was it was Gordon drunk or was he uh, was he high? It was all weed. Yeah. There's a difference between not passing uh, your works your works uh anti-drug policies and killing somebody if Josh Gordon had gotten so high that he drove a car and killed somebody then yeah then he probably shouldn't be in the league either he should probably also be in jail like Josh Gordon didn't do anything with his drug addiction to um to to (laughs) Like, kill somebody. Like, he didn't kill anybody. He just got high and then didn't pass the urine test a bunch of times. Bill was watching it and finished that thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Bill. And he was even doing this. Like, looking at me and then doing this. (laughs) Pet me. Pet me, human. Mac, uh... Mac is killing me. He keeps, like, resting his head on the arm of the couch and the TV tray. <laughs> I see him. He's kind of camouflaged. Yeah, I know. He blends in with these couches really yeah, well. Yeah, I was going to say, he probably does. Bill blends in with nothing. <laughs> but, like, okay, Jumpstep chimed in. He said, hey there, jumping in at the end, not having Rogers is going to help the stupid Chiefs and Rugs was doing 156. Yeah, we we covered rugs. I mean, we shouldn't. We're not talking anymore about rugs. Yeah, it's uh, too sad. It is sad. It's sad on every single front there possibly is. <laughs> yeah, because you don't really like want to rag on rugs too much because like, what if there are some there? There is there's a lot of <laughs> like I imagine every NFL player's mental health is absolute garbage. Because, like, Mahomes, you got to look at the shit Mahomes is probably going through right now. Like, he's had a he's, – he's been really great since he started the Chiefs. He, but right now he leads the league, he leads the league in, in interceptions, and his fan base is just turning on him. Like, and if it, how bad is it? It's got to feel when – it's got to feel horrible when so many people just fucking hate you. Mahomes, come to Minnesota, bro. <laughs> I'll welcome you with open arms. Now, here's the thing about, like, uh, I mean, yeah, I get it. Like, 
fandom, people are... Um, well, think about Kirk Cousins, right? Like, uh, people have given him shit the, the, almost the entire time he's been a quarterback of the, of the Vikings. Yeah, it's because fuck Kirk Cousins. Exactly, yeah. see? Prime example. But, like, um, I've I been... I always hate Kirk Cousins because he played for the Washington football team, and ah. I'm a Cowboys fan. So. Here's the... Here's... Here, like, uh, you don't like people who are not performing, or... You don't like people who were performing well and are no longer, but if there are people on your team that aren't performing and you don't know about them, you just flat out don't know who they are, don't care about them. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, it's a tough, it's rough. It's it's rough. I feel like NFL players or, or professional athletes in general, I just feel bad for him, and I don't know if it's because I'm watching Ted Lasso season two again. <laughs> like, but like, but just, like, we really should be more aware of their mental health. Because, like, what if, like, what if Ruggs did this because people were talking about how he was a second round draft pick and he was supposed to do all these great things for them, and he really hasn't. He like. I think he led their team in yards, but that's just because he's a deep ball guy. Like, he really only catches a few balls a, a game. It's surprising to me that that's even a thing because uh, because uh, uh, Darren Waller's on their team. But they're triple covering Darren Waller now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jumps Up's right. Um, it is our fault. Or is it our fault, or does the NFL need to do more about their mental health? Probably both. Hey, what would you I do? What What would you do if you were an overnight sensation when you were twenty four? <laughs> right. Yeah, or like when you're coming into the league, the uh, the youngest quarterback ever drafted, or whatever. Damn, it's got to be fucking like heavy on your shoulders, man. Like, man, I don't get it. So yeah, like, uh, I, it, it is true um, in what Jumps Up just said, too. Is like, I'm sure someone knew uh, on the team that he was volatile. Maybe. That's like, uh, it also could have been like he doesn't drink that much, went to the club, got pressured by all of his friends and drank way too much, and then decided to drive home. Yeah. You know? And yeah, he had a loaded gun in the car, but uh, he's a celebrity, and uh, who knows when he's going to try to get fucking carjacked driving a Corvette around or something. You know, like it's just well, not to mention he could have a he he could that could that gun too could have been a legal gun. I'm not like I I'm not trying to imply that it was illegal. Yeah. But also like to the gun thing, we're in a point right now where it's so and and I'm only tying I'm tying this also because like I don't know if you saw but Aaron Rodgers was John Wick. For Halloween. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to. I wanted to get your <laughs> thoughts on that. Well, there's this video going around where he's just like shooting a fake gun to this song. So like, but it culture, it looked it looked like a real gun. It did look like a real gun, which was like, very surprising culture, to me. Pop culture and media and movies or whatever has made like owning a gun and having a gun so fucking cool and popular. That all these younger people are just like, yeah, I'm a fucking, like, NFL player. Of course I got a fucking gun. Like, I need a gun. Ugh. Even or, like, or they came should... from a rough neighborhood. Yeah. 
But like the Aaron Rodgers bullshit, I hated that. Seeing that like there's a video where he's dancing every time his gun goes off, he uses this fake gun, which just looks like a real gun. And also Aaron Rodgers, you are no Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is a good human being, and if he didn't get the vaccine, he would tell people he didn't get the vaccine. <laughs> not lie to a bunch of people while trying to pretend like he's fucking cool when you're not. I was uh, very excited, or very excited to get your take on the whole John Wick thing because I know how much you love John Wick, and I, I know of your and I, and I know of your distaste for Aaron Rodgers. So it was, uh, so I was very uh, uh, interested to get your take on that on that uh, costume. John Wick would never be caught dead using a gun as a prop for during a music song, like during well, music song during a song because because <laughs> you know what. He respects gun safety more. If you watch those movies, he's checking to see if the safety's on or not. It's, 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 oh man, it's so good. Oh, I love the John Wick trilogy. I've only seen, oh, I don't think I've ever seen them. I've seen part of one, I think. Oh man, I love them all. I love them all. I love Keanu Reeves. Even Parabellum. Yeah. Is Parabellum yeah. your favorite? No. No, I think, I, like, I, the first one's probably the best. The second one's really good. And I think the third one is, like, the third. on par with it. The second oh. one's on par with it. The third <clears throat> one's on par with it. And here's, here's, a, here's, a, here's a fantasy take. Um, I dropped the Packers' defense... Because I think the defense is going to be on the field too much and get tired and not be as good. Yeah. I don't think anybody... Oh, fuck, I have Aaron Jones, too. <laughs> Aaron well, Jones will you... probably get more action, to be honest. <laughs> Did you see what Aaron Jones said when someone asked him if he knew about Aaron Rodgers' vaccination status? Mm-mm. He said, I don't know, man. I think that's against HIPAA. <laughs> They're all idiots, Jesse. They're all fucking idiots. Well, we, here, we listen, should know this listen. because they, they run into each other head first for a living. Listen, though, we know about hippie because we worked in a healthcare environment, all right? If you said that to me and I had no uh, prior knowledge of HIPAA, I'd be like, I don't know, what's what's HIPAA, first of all? <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. But like, oh God, that just makes me think that like so many players in the NFL are just like Marjorie Taylor Greene Trump sorting fucking uh, Trump supporting fucking idiots. Like, <laughs> I saw the word you're going <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, you had one loaded up there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sometimes words are meant for stupid fucking idiots. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just, like, uh, you know me, I'm not, uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone would call me an Aaron Rodgers fan by any stretch of their imagination. <laughs> um, uh, and we've talked plenty of shit about him here on this, uh, um, on this podcast. But I think the thing that bothers me the most is that 
he didn't own up to it. He saw Kirk Cousins get blasted, Cole Beasley get blasted, Lamar get blasted, all these other peers get blasted. And instead of owning up to it when he was asked the question, he said, I'm immunized, like to pose as if he'd been vaccinated. Yeah. And he, and he was not. He he had some homeopathic bullshit that doesn't mean anything to anybody. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's kind of, I think it's like it, it's it's that same thing where it's like I, I think it's a, an incredibly selfish move where he was like putting people who had kids uh, who couldn't get the vaccine at risk. I just, I, I do wonder, right, and this is something that I don't know. Oh, by the way, um, John Stubbs was talking about Rogers and the gun situation, like um, how he said that it was really bad having a fake gun and shooting it around and stuff that looked real, especially fresh off the Alec Baldwin um, accidentally shooting someone on, the, you know, the, the thing, um, you know, on that movie or whatever. Yeah. Um, Rust. Yes. Anyway, we don't know what's happened in the building. We don't know if they just said, listen, Aaron, you can come back. You can ignore all the COVID rules. We don't care. We just want you as our quarterback for this year, blah, blah, blah. Because there's been a lot of other things that they've done for Aaron Rodgers this year, like bringing back Randall Cobb and doing all this stuff. Maybe they just told them, don't worry about it. Hey, we know you like, uh, uh, we know you like, put into the NFL and the NFLPA about your homeopathic thing. They don't say it's fine, but we're the ones who uh, take care of that. So you go ahead and do whatever you want. I'm not saying that's what happened, right? But, like, I don't know how they would prove, how the NFL would investigate and prove that it didn't happen. Yeah, I don't know how, like, the NFLPA knew about this, the NFL knew about this, and it is week nine, and we're just now finding, finding out about this. Like, Same thing with Kirk Cousins. About this shit. Like, everybody... at, least with, at least with Kirk Cousins, they were like, I'm, he's like, I'm following the protocols. I'm going to do this. They're in place for a reason. I'll do everything uh, humanly possible, except for apparently that part about wearing uh, a mask when you're in the press conference. <laughs> which I still yeah. don't understand. Yeah. But Aaron Rodgers, like, went and told the press that <clears throat> he was fine uh, so that they don't even fucking question it. So no one's yeah. looking at him. Dude, honestly, it's, it's like, it's really the same hypocrisy that's, that's with the, the, the John Gruden emails or whatever. Like, Gruden wasn't the only one on those emails, but Gruden is the only one who has, like, suffered any consequences from those emails. Yeah, I think the real problem here lies with the NFL, but they're going to they're gonna they're gonna punish Green Bay uh, to save oh, their ass. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Fuck the NFL. Like I saw over the weekend, uh, there was an article came out that Goodell's made like 120 million dollars over the last like two to five years just in like media endorsement, like media deals. <clears throat> and oh yeah, I mean, like think about like how um, I think there was like an article that came out that said uh, Goodell had something where he was like, I'll never support, like, uh, gambling and this and that. Um, and now there's, like, official sponsors of the NFL for sports betting and stuff. You know, like... It's, yeah. just, it's just like... If there's Yahoo. money to be had, there's money to be had. Yeah, dude. Yahoo Fantasy keeps trying to get me to do betting. Yeah. 
Um, so here's the other thing. So Jomstep asked also, if Watson were to play, would you draft him in fantasy? No. Uh, but, but also, that's it's, it's hard because, like, I've got Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott. So, like, but if I had fucking uh, um, um, Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe. Yeah, I, I, um, <clears throat> I don't see a lot of times, anyway. I don't see off-field stuff when I'm playing fantasy because it's fantasy. Yeah. I don't need him, so I wouldn't. Uh, but on the flip, would I draft him because I needed to cover a bye week or something? Maybe I would. I have Tyreek yeah. Hill. I have Tyreek. I have Tyreek Hill. Right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, and like so, like I've <clears> actually <throat> had this conversation with Danielle because she has Antonio Brown, and uh, I, I I feel like and- I couldn't play Antonio Brown. But she's also done pretty well with Antonio Brown. I uh, that's the thing. I don't even think he's the league. Uh, yeah, and I don't like Antonio Brown by any stretch. Uh, oh, by the way, John Stipp said for the record, he is near last in the league, and he would not. And I applaud you for that. Like, uh, and maybe you shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe anyone shouldn't. But people do have Tyreek. People do have Antonio Brown. Um, I don't like Antonio Brown. That's the thing too, though. Because I just don't like him as a person, so I don't think I'd ever draft him. But I also don't think he produces that much. But he kind of does now. I don't know. I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going out and getting I, Josh Gordon either, though. Oh, man. And did you see it? There was a tweet going around. I saw, like, Josh Gordon was uh, um, trending because of the Henry Rugg shit. <clears throat> I saw a tweet where it was just like every team that's had Josh Gordon and how they've used them and it's like Josh Gordon catching a pass, Josh Gordon catching a pass, Josh Gordon catching a pass. For the Chiefs, it's Josh Gordon sitting on the on the bench watching them play because he's not being used at all. But also, like Tony Romo was pointing out, Patrick Mahomes right now is trying to go for like the the splash big play every time he's trying to throw the ball instead mm-hmm. of like doing that check down that he may need to do from time to time mm-hmm. so like so it, it, it they're they're getting behind in all these all these games but i guess if they're going down the if, if mahomes wants to go down the field and make these splash plays why not put in gordon yeah maybe um maybe gordon's not the player he used to be no he's like he's older now and he yeah. hasn't played he hasn't played much for shit in the last two years has he has he kept in football shape like can, can he still run the way he ran before like i no, probably not. Like, maybe he's not just a deep threat anymore. Maybe they made a mistake even signing him. Uh, you know, it's it's just, like, it's interesting because I don't, even when he was in for a little bit, right, like with the Seahawks or or with New England, right, when he came back the other time, he didn't do shit. Maybe he's just not good. Maybe he's just not yeah. good anymore. It happens. I mean, he's old enough now where he would probably wouldn't be producing as highly as he would have been if he were if he had stayed in the league the whole time. Yeah. So. Um, 
I'm still waiting for that Gary Barnage comeback. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, just to, yeah. to pick it real quick, since we got Jumpstep here, uh, Jumpstep offered me a trade in Pro Football Juice. He was going to give me Mike Williams for um, Elijah Mitchell. And mm-hmm. I really did like the trade. Like, I would have accepted the trade, except for the fact that I've got Keenan Allen already. And and I like my running backs are Eckler, Chubb, and uh, um, I got, I've got a couple other people. So, like, right now, I've got Elliot Mitchell, uh, Elijah Mitchell on the bench. So, Jones said, I couldn't accept it because I've already got Keenan Allen. I would like Mike Williams, but, like, I just have a hard time yeah. having two, two players, two wide receivers from the same team. The, the thing is with, with wide receivers, with wide receivers is like uh, it's not really like a handcuff situation like a running back is right like uh, you have yeah. someone on your bench so that um, you know one of them if one of them goes down you can put the other one in but like in wide receivers case one of them could go off at any point and yeah. then you're just like which one do I put in I can't put in both because the odds are they're both not gonna like uh, yeah you know, like, I couldn't stress about it I, 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 I couldn't do it uh, in 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 low league, I believe, um, or was it pro football dudes? I can't remember. <laughs> Excuse me. One of the two, uh, Jumpstep offered me Tyler Lockett for. Um, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on his name. The running back for the Jets, Michael Rookie. Um, so like you would get Tyler Lockett for for uh, Michael Carter. Carter, yes, Michael Carter, and I said no because I have sort of a bias where I don't like I don't like Tyler Lockett, and I don't think I've ever had Tyler Lockett on one of my teams, even in the seasons where he's had like amazing stats. I don't know. I just don't trust him for some reason. I I would have made that trade in a heartbeat. If someone's like, like, I'll give you Tyler Tyler Lockett for someone who may get you seven points, who who will get you somewhere between six and 14 points a game, or Tyler Lockett, who will probably, if Russell Wilson is starting, will get you 10 to 18 points a game. If Russell Wilson is starting. First of all, Michael, Michael Carter is their starting running back. And let me give you a breakdown of his last four games, all right? 9.4, 11.8, 9.4, 23.2. He's producing. Yeah, yeah. But it's also Tyler Lockett when Russell Wilson's there. He... Yeah, but I don't, I don't see, that's the thing. I have some sort of weird bias against Tyler Lockett. I just don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I, get it. I, don't I don't like him. I get it. I don't, and uh, I was able to uh, pick up Dawson Knox, Right when Noah Fant goes on COVID nineteen protocol, yeah, nice I got job. him before that actually. Nice uh, work. Saved my ass. Unless he doesn't play, of course. Then uh, I have Stafford, Hopkins, Dawson Knox, and C D Lamb right now all questionable. But it was a nice, it was a nice offer. It was a nice offer, jump tip. It just. It's. I think what happened was I have a personal bias. <laughs> nice. I have a personal bias against Lockett. Um, and he said Lockett's not reliable. But yeah, 
I do trades with you all the time. Uh, I like trading with you, Jump Step, so... Trading's keep, so much fun. Nobody let's keep that up in the future. Trade. Yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody trades. I, I did a trade with Heinz as well, which was a nice trade. I think we both got something out of it. Uh, he's probably getting more at this point than I am, but that's fine. I still liked it. I, uh... Um, oh, by the way, when Russell oh, Wilson is right. okay, yes, yes, yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. So I did some moves where I traded um, Thielen, and we talked about it last week on the podcast. I traded Thielen and James Robinson for Dalvin Cook, and it went through. Hines was gracious enough to accept it, and he's on the winning end of this one so far. But then what I did was I tried to trade um, C.D. Lamb and uh, uh, who was it? I think it was Aaron Jones. I think I tried to trade Aaron Jones and C.D. Lamb to Slagle for Derrick Henry. Oh, man, you fucking lucked out. Holy shit. I sure did. I sure did. I would have taken that trade. Like, it was C.D. Lamb who? And Aaron Jones. I would have absolutely taken that trade. But here's, listen, here is my starting lineup if all those trades went through. And this is what I was trying to work for. It was, and get this, this will knock your goddamn socks off. If that trade would have gone through, it would have been Matthew Stepp, and this is low league, by the way, your league. Matthew Stafford at quarterback, and then DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, <laughs> no more fan at tight end, and then I probably would have put uh, uh, Hollywood Brown in my flex. Yeah. Could you imagine on paper? Yeah, no, I, yeah. I that would have been the top two wide receivers, the top two running backs, Matthew Stafford on the Rams. <laughs> I uh, I like Matt Stafford, but I'm starting to... I, the Rams are getting too big for their britches, and I don't like them anymore. Like, uh, I still like them. I'm still happy for Matt Stafford. I don't. Like, I don't. I don't like Jan. I don't like Jalen Ramsey. Um, I don't like Sean McVay. Uh, he's kind of a. He's kind of annoying. I feel yeah. like I can. I feel like I prefer. Oh, by the way, um, uh, so um, in the low league Facebook page, uh, someone's like, "Does someone want Henry for a thing? I need a wide receiver bad." I think that was Alex. Yeah, it was Alex because he still has him. Yeah. And I go, uh, "You want Kendrick Bourne?" I saw that. <laughs> Got nothing. I, got nothing. I thought he dropped Kendrick Bourne. Because <laughs> I had to pick up Dawson Knox. <laughs> but I was like, uh, oh, you didn't want him when I offered you the world. I'll offer you the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Shit. Man, I would have definitely taken that trade. I don't know. I, I was wheeling and dealing, dude. Like, I, I wanted to build a dynasty. <laughs> Just think about it. Like, Matthew Stafford's kind of low, was like a lower pick when I picked him at quarterback. It worked out really well. DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, just those four right there. 
are like the top of the top. Yeah. Holy shit, dude! I think we've been podcasting for an hour and a half. Yeah. Yes. We have. We haven't even done picks. Oh god. Oh my god, you're right. I'm usually more on this, but I'm getting a little drunk. I'm hearing you in there, man. All right, let's do picks quick. Oh my god. Oh, we gotta do save a pick of the week. I didn't even yeah, think about we that. Yeah, we do. Oh, God. All right. Here we go. I'll play the thing. I'm playing the thing. (laughs) Jumpstep said he'll trade his, he'll trade Eckler for his name on the trophy. Uh, sure. That's fine. If you can I just re- you can just scratch Scott's name off. Oh wait, he hasn't gotten it. Scott's won the trophy one time, but he oh, hasn't okay. actually had possession of the trophy. Oh okay. Well, just scratch uh, <laughs> scratch Scott's name off it. Put jobs up on there and trade him, trade him my Elkiller. Hey, I've won the trophy enough times. I'll scratch my name off once. For oh, there you go. And then when I win it this year, we'll be tied. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, who's your say what pick of the week? I don't have a say what pick of the week. I'm going to pick the Chiefs to beat the Packers, and this is why it's a say what pick of the week. Oh, uh, no, the I'm not allowing record. it. The I'm record not al- alone. The Packers are apparently have the best record in the NFL, and the Chiefs do not. I'm not uh, allowing fine. this. Fine. I'm not allowing this. <laughs> you should get out of town. Watch the, watch the, watch the Chiefs <laughs> beat the beat the. Or like watch the great watch the Packers beat that. You know what? That's the thing. We don't know what Love has. All that we know is that the Packers don't have any faith in him. Yeah. But do they not have any faith in them because they knew that they could get Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. Maybe Love will come out there and just fucking kill it because that's what they did with Aaron Rodgers when they had Brett. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't no, I'm not gonna shit. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna pick the Vikings to beat the Ravens. That's oh, that's that's great. That's a great pick because I'm also going to do that. I think it could happen. Oh, it's gonna happen. Even though I kind of don't want it at this point, like I just like I just want the season to be over at this point. No, if we can't beat the Cowboys with a backup quarterback. What are we going to do? And then Hunter goes out. What are we going to do? There's nothing to do. It'll be a very interesting game, and I hope that... uh, uh, I hope they win. We're both going to have the same say with pick of the week, because from here on out, it's probably going to be me picking the Vikings. I get it. (laughs) But that's fine. How about... And I think this is the first time in history we have the same single pick of the week because usually I change it, but I'm not going to. Yeah, and I don't usually pick the Vikings, so. Oh, and oh, jump, jump step. Yep. Picks the Broncos to beat. That's right. Ooh, it's a big one. It's another rivalry. It's another podcast rivalry. Yeah, so I've been uh, th- I've been seeing some grumbles that they could. They could just start Cooper Rush again against the Broncos, which I wouldn't blame them because the Broncos suck. <laughs> well, they don't have to worry about uh, they don't have to worry about uh, Von Miller, I guess, right? Yeah. 
What do you think about that job set, by the way? Do you do you miss? Are you gonna miss the, that old chicken farmer? That old glasses wearing chicken farmer? Uh. uh okay, so let's start with Thursday night football. The Jets yeah. versus the Colts. We're gonna pick the Colts. Oh, I didn't put my picks in. I don't have any. Yeah, I'm picking the Colts as well. Oh my God, this is nuts. I thought I was missing something. Las Vegas versus the Giants. Uh, Vegas. Yep, me too. Even, Even though I we... thought about picking the Giants because Vegas is down a wide receiver. I think they'll be just fine. I think Vegas is actually a pretty good team. Like, like I thought they were going to be like, oh, we don't have our coach anymore, but like, they're still pretty good. I think I, I think they're pretty good. Yeah. And they're actually dominating their division. I thought that uh, the Chargers were a little bit closer to them, but they're not. Atlanta versus New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans. Uh, uh, Atlanta. 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 <laughs> Svetlana. <laughs> yeah. Svetlana Svalkins. Uh, this is a tough one, huh? Uh huh. I'm gonna pick New Orleans anyway. They just beat Tom Brady. They have a better, they have a good defense, and Atlanta kind of sucks. Uh, Buffalo yeah, versus Jacksonville. I'm just saying the backup quarterback, quarterback has already shown how he, how he's gonna play. Uh, so next game usually isn't great. Yeah, I know. I'll pick him anyway. Uh, Buffalo and, versus, yeah, 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 I mean, 100%. That's, uh, yeah that's uh. That's our that's our lock of the week, I think. Cleveland versus Cincinnati. Cincinnati. You know, I lost a little bit of faith in Cincinnati last week when they got beat by the Jets. For fuck's sake! I know, I know, but I think they'll come back with anger, and I think there's. I don't think the Browns are that good. It's a division rivalry. Nick Chubb is a little bit injured still. ODBJ is out. Not that, that matters because they've been playing without him for the whole season. I'm going to pick Cleveland. New England versus Carolina. Carolina. Stephon Gilmore revenge game. Yeah. I'm going to pick Nor I'm going to pick New England. They've been winning uh, these I, games. I got I to think uh, the Panthers have got to change it. Like, they just look bad. Yeah, I mean, they look so good. And they, yeah. then they just, now they just look horrible. I will never yeah. pick Christian McCaffrey in fantasy. Um, yeah. No, I, no. I, have, I haven't been in the, I have, he hasn't been available for me ever, right? Like in, in, in drafts. And um, I feel like that's a godsend now because yeah. I would have probably picked him. Yep. All right. Oh, bubble in my throat. Denver oh. versus Dallas. Uh, Denver oh, is uh, is Denver uh, is uh, John Sips, uh say what pick of the week. Uh, I'm gonna pick Dallas, and you're picking Dallas. Uh, Minnesota versus Baltimore. Or Minnesota's are both of our picks of the weeks. Yep. Yep. Houston versus Miami. Oh, the garbage bowl. <laughs> uh, I'm picking Miami. Me too. Uh, there hasn't been many garbage bowl games this season, I don't think. No. Like, huh. 
Chargers versus Philadelphia. Uh, Chargers. Uh, I'm also picking the Chargers. Um, Green Bay versus Kansas City. You're picking Kansas Green Bay City. still? Kansas City. This is your say what pick of the week. Uh-uh. Yeah, I pick Kansas City. Oh, that's Kansas bullshit. City. That's that. I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that I didn't let you do that. I'm picking Kansas City as well. Uh, Arizona versus San Francisco. What do you think about this? Uh, I I've honestly thought about picking San Francisco, but they're bad. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. Uh, I'm also going with the Cardinals. Jumps upset about the Von Miller thing. That he's glad he went to a contender. I get it. He wanted him to go to the Cowboys. We were talking about it earlier. He should have gone to the Vikings or something. See so you later, Jones said. So his career could die in Minnesota? Yep. But, well, we'd, but we'd love him when we had him. Tennessee versus the Rams. This is a good game. Rams. Oh, yeah. Derek Henryless. Oh, we didn't even talk yeah. about that. Yeah, he's out. For the season. Yeah. So Tennessee has no offense. Or they they do have an offense, but uh it's not built around Derrick Henry. Right, and no one's gonna be afraid of their running game. Yeah. They have Adrian Peterson now. Yeah, but Jeremy McNichols does not strike fear in the hearts of defenders. AP's gonna have at least at least one one hundred rushing game one hundred yard rushing game, I bet you. I uh, I bet he comes out on Sunday and has two touchdowns. I bet he comes out firing on all cylinders, and that's the best game he has. Yep, yep. Uh, Chicago versus Pittsburgh, Monday Night Football. What a fucking garbage game for Monday Night Football. I, I'll pick the Steelers. Me too. I feel like at least with this game, uh, they'll have some nice commentary that we can listen to, like some funny stories from Peyton and Eli. Oh man, that's so it's so fun. They're gonna get paid so much money to do this again next year. Oh yeah, most definitely. The buys this week are Detroit, Seattle, Tampa Bay, and Washington. And that's it. We've done yeah, it. Yeah, we did it. We finished. Oh god. Hour and forty eight minutes is what my thing says. Yeah. Yeah. A long fucking podcast. <laughs> wow. Alright, I'm starting the intro now. Oh, thanks to our kid. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself. All right, listen to us anywhere podcasts are available. Yeah, or you can watch this live on Twitch every time we do it, or old episodes on YouTube, including this episode. Yep, hit us up on Twitter at ProFBJuice. Hashtag, hashtag Juice Nation. Yeah, you could uh, email us any questions you have on Twitter or on ProFootballJuice at gmail.com. Yes, uh, Facebook, same shit. Yeah, same stuff. Yeah, I forgot about Facebook. Yeah, but uh, thanks to Smoky Room Films. Fucking many thanks to Arcadian Brewing. The the, the smooth brewing taste of brewing. (laughs) The seven-year haven't brewed anything tastes of... But thanks to Manemily for making her uh, Hollywood picks, Hollywood news. Thanks Thanks to Brit. Yeah, and hashtag Brit Brit. Um, uh, Bill the cat for making an appearance. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, Mackie, Mackie, the stealth, Mac. the always stealth Mackie. Mac, take a bow. He take a bow. Take a bow. Wow. He opened one eye. Get it? 
Bow Wow. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Bow Wow. Shit, son. That was great. Yeah, well, you know how I do. Peace. <laughs> Ow, fuck, I hit my mole. God damn it. I hit my own fucking mole. <laughs>